and your eyes Steal your tongue Take it when you're over gentlemen and welcome back to the barely watchables podcast this week we have a movie that's all i'm going to talk about no we watched the most mundane spy thriller involving an ex-olympian to ever be put on film that's right we watched jim kata so before we get into this movie let's take our ceremonial shot Brost. ah all right, who wants to go first? First well, word. One, one word, um, Jim Kaka. <laughs> I thought of this movie. I'm going to go with uh, two words, tight shorts. <laughs> Very tight shorts. You know, I could tell this movie was made in the 80s solely from the hair in this movie, oh, but man. you could also make that comment with the shorts. I totally had this as one of the one of my comments here. It was like mullet wars at its best right here. <laughs> yeah, there was um this was bad from the get from just from the get start you could see this is gonna be really bad and and uh, our our buddy Kurt Thomas who Marty tell us a little bit about Kurt Thomas. You know you know a little bit more about his history than, than I even do. Well he's uh US gymnastics, which funny people always think he's this Olympic medalist. But he never won a medal in the Olympics. I mean, he, he won, won world like championships. world championships. Yeah, yeah. but Three the world championships. he's supposed to be just like Olympic medalist, and it's like, uh, no, you're not. But he was so good that they actually named three different gymnastic moves after him. Like they're called like the Thomas this, the Thomas that, the Thomas this. Says he because he was so good on the pummel horse and these other things and stuff too. So I guess he was a stud back then. But I can tell you what. He was not a stud actor. He was not. This was not his. <laughs> you know why, Eric? You know why he had to, you know, had to get into this movie thing, right? No. He was going to be. The, he was the goal for gold in 1980s Olympics, but that's the year we boycotted the Olympics. Mm-hmm. So then he's like, you know what? I'm going to go pro in something else. I'm going to go pro in, in acting. <laughs> <laughs> he's a professional actor. And yes, Tom Cruise this, is taller than him. Can you I believe, believe this guy? I forgot. I know his last name's Klaus. I forgot his first name. The director of this movie, um, Robert Klaus. But he's the guy who Klaus. did um, Enter the Dragon. I know that's I such a great it. movie. You know, like Bruce. Well, maybe it's because it's Bruce Lee. But it's like, why did we need to think about combining gymnastics with, of all the things, gymnastics is what we wanted to combine with karate. I mean, there's an answer for your question and it's one word and that one word is cocaine <laughs> that's what everyone was doing in the 80s <laughs> yeah every 80s movie that we review there's cocaine was involved and this is one of these movies too that you could see that there's nobody whether it's the actors or actresses whether it was the director whether it was people producing this is one that nobody said no to anything <laughs> just like just go for it everything's great everything's fine no one nothing's bad just keep on doing it yep you're doing perfect job kurt thomas or whatever your name is just, <laughs> you're acting just perfectly keep on doing that you're that's exactly what we want oh you guys want to bring in some two-faced motherfuckers just go ahead do that 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 sounds like a great idea so All right, let's talk about this movie this movie begins with a man murdering a gymnast via bow and arrow <laughs> yeah, you took the head big time. You'd think that I thought, okay, was, this I, thought, I thought this movie began with a really creepy uh secret agent like like pushing off fans from that 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 from from a gymnast. It's like Wait, what, what's what's he doing? You guys are way ahead. I'm talking about the Jaws theme beginning. <laughs> when it was like dun 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 I was like, what movie is this? And he showed like this bar. Then all of a sudden they show him like doing you know, routines on his bar during Jaws music. I, just think, <laughs> I was like, what the hell is going that on? Right away you could see that they were taking this movie, like, unlike some of the movies that are really bad, they, they know they're bad and they, they're having fun with it. This movie was taking itself seriously 
badly. Like yes. they were seriously bad. Like they were just like we're we're going for this. This is going to be a stud movie. This is going to be Rambo, but with a gymnast. <laughs> I meant, you know, you have to send your best person to yeah, of all the people. You're, <laughs> F Wait, Bruce Lee. Let's have this gymnast. You're trying to win this country, right? I think that's what. what isn't that the bottom line? What this? Oh, look, can I can I talk about? The plot of this yeah, movie, yeah, please, please, because I'm lost. I, I have an idea, but so I watched this movie, and I had no clue what I just watched. So I had to look up the plot of this movie. The plot of this movie is Kurt Thomas is brought in by the CIA to basically invade the country of Parmistan, the made-up country of Parmistan. <laughs> Which is awesome. We're going to talk about that later, too. <laughs> we'll talk about the, everything later, but... It's, was it Parmistan? I Parmistan. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Parmesan? No. Parmesan? <laughs> like the cheese? No? No, it's Parmistan. I oh, got okay. that, too. In Parmistan, there's this thing called the game in which it's like an obstacle course, and if you win, you are granted your life. And then you're also also granted a wish. Now the CIA <laughs> wants Kurt Thomas to win the game, a game that hasn't been won in 900 years, in order to make a satellite space station. A in... Star Wars satellite station, you know. <laughs> this is during this is during Reagan's time. This is during the Star Wars stuff. Oh, man. I get it now. See, I thought it was something about just winning. Like you, you, you get to take that over that country. No, he meant they mentioned like, oh, you're going to be able to have oh, this okay. spot here, and you, and, and and supposedly. In Parmistan, it's like the perfect location to, to bomb the Russians. I, think. I apologize. We, I fell asleep a couple of times during this movie. So. <laughs> but, yes, that is the theme. And I and they need to pick one person. And I love when they said that in 900 years, no one's ever won the game. <laughs> so let's send, <laughs> let's send our four foot 11 107-pound gymnast <laughs> to, to win this I forgot what the game. Line. I don't have the exact words, but he had said something there about, like, he was talking about his skill set. He was like, you have this ability to have the the flexibility and strength of a gymnast and, like, <laughs> and something of a karate. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> That's now, what we need here. I'm a small guy. <laughs> but this dude was constantly looking up the whole movie. Everybody, <laughs> he was, like, looking up. I don't understand how this project got funded. Like, who was like, yeah, this is a great idea. This sounds, like, awesome. Kurt Thomas, let's let's get him. He didn't even win a gold medal. He hasn't even won an Olympic medal. Let's get him to be the guy that we want to have on here. The craziest thing that we haven't talked about about Parmistan, though, is they force any foreigner, anytime a foreigner enters their home soil, they have to play in this game, which brings me to my first question of many questions. Why in the hell would anyone travel to Parmistan? It's a death sentence. No one has lived in 900 years that has entered Parmistan. And the women are fucking ugly. Yeah. There why, is no beautiful and women why, and why the in hell Parmistan. Is- they might have mentioned it, but why the hell was his daughter Filipino? <laughs> yes, yes. The, the king. She was Asian. They never showed the wife, so maybe she was. But there's yeah, a, there's a song by a fish called Prince Caspian. Okay, and they, I don't know how many times they mentioned that they were going to. What was it? Uh, the place that they were going to wasn't Parmistan at first. It was the where they were flying into. Oh, Carabao. And they're like, yeah. on the Caspian Sea, the Carabao. We're going to go to Carabao on the Caspian Sea. And I'm thinking, okay, if this girl is the princess of Caspian, is this was this song by Fish made because uh, Curry Thomas is trying to become <laughs> the Prince Caspian? Is that what's going to be happening here? You think that's what was going on? <laughs> I don't know, man. I was lost. Um, but how many... The th- thing... Oh, I have a question about the princess before we yeah. detract. Why in, in the beginning of the movie was the princess helping Kurt train? Like she... There was no point for her to be there. I have no was she helping him train? She just seemed to keep on wanting to stab him with knives the whole time. I don't think that she was ever really trained. <laughs> I love the fact that the two trainers. This is total eighties for you, right? You got to get the the Asian dude with the with 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 the fault with the black falcon or whatever it was. The, and the black guy. And you have to have a black guy because if you're gonna go fighting in another country, you got to have that black uh, guy skill too. You know, I don't know what that skill was, I, but you're right. I don't understand why. Um... Princess uh, Ryobi or Rubia, Rubala, why she was even involved in this training because she really didn't do nothing. She didn't do anything. Did she teach him anything about cutlery? Like about like knife play? Maybe I don't know exactly. No, she did nothing but piss him off. 
and she well, like didn't I think, say a word. I think, I think you know. Do you guys hear that they're they are trying to get a uh, part two to this, and they're gonna start Kurt Thomas again? And it actually, and he's like, this time I want to make sure that there's better lovemaking scenes. He said that was the first thing he said. Like he don't care about the rest of it, but he's like, I didn't get enough lovemaking scenes that last the last movie. Well, I think he just wanted to make love to Thorg, so <laughs> Kurt Thomas had a thing for Thorg. So. No, that was Gomez. <laughs> Both of them. <laughs> Thorg was the guy who was trying to kill him. He's like, I know, but oh, I've, been, I've been following you since Munich. Yeah, he was like, Thorg, <laughs> when, when's Thorg going to be here? Is Thorg going to be around? Is Thorg going to be here? By the way, what was Munich? Like, it must be a, a, a game. Maybe it's Olympic. Maybe Thor was the <laughs> shot put Thorg? guy. I don't know. No, was he a gymnast? <laughs> yeah, he was a shot put guy. He was a six foot five gymnast? <laughs> he did the shot put. <laughs> shot put. <laughs> he had a hard on for him. Yeah, this whole princess thing didn't make any sense because she doesn't want to live there, but she voluntarily goes back with him. Like, why not just leave? You have a free... You're free to leave right now. But well, she I mean, instead goes... And and the fact that her father is Mel Brooks is kind of crazy too. <laughs> I said the same thing. I said that's Mel Brooks impersonator. <laughs> I, I mean, this movie kept on doing that for me. Like anytime they were in in Parmesan, it gave me this Parmesan. end of the world or history of the world or Monty Python. <laughs> yes, you know, it was vibes. very Monty Python. You know, it was, it was not was funny, very... but it was like that same kind of. It was like it's almost yeah. like they dressed like all the Monty Python yeah. people. It was just like this is so creepy. And then, but then they're serious. You know, like they're serious about it. <laughs> Okay, before we get into the actual game and the the city or the the country of Parmistan, I want to talk about why the U.S. wants to go to Parmistan, and they want to build this. We talked about they want to build this satellite space station. Why don't they just invade Parmistan? There's they don't have guns in Parmistan. That would be a day's worth takeover, dude. Seriously, first of all, there were some guns. Maybe those were ours. Was that us that had the guns? We 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 were able to sneak in machine guns with us. Remember when he when he was like trying to trying to escape, and then he was saved by the CIA spy guys, CIA guy. Yeah. But it's like if they have if they can do that, why are we even doing this? I kind of agree. I think Parmesan, the country, was <laughs> they were so weak. I think they were getting taken out by just being kicked. So you basically could have brought a fucking kangaroo over there. And just fucking killed them all because every everybody was getting killed by kicks. Or for all the ninjas, they really the ninjas were really hot either. Like, I don't know, they don't train, they don't do good ninja training. There and at all. I also wrote this down as like, why is every uh, person, every guy on the, I believe I called called in the Parmesan army, but they were all like over forty five. <laughs> everybody was old. There was an old guy. I think when they were hiring for for cast members, they were like, "Oh, these other these younger guys are a little bit more expensive." <laughs> let's get, let's get well, you know that dudes. scene where they steal the princess, which is coming up right you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. in the beginning. The guys that were chasing him, they were all like sixty year old dudes chasing him. It's <laughs> like that was a great scene though when when uh, the guy was showing the go to the market. Go to the market. That was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I wrote... they spit on him like, "Ah, oh, you fucking Yankee." Yeah, are you American? <laughs> You fucking Yankee. Oh, they don't like us too much here. Oh! <laughs> no, here's exactly what happened. Here's what happened. He gets, he gets spit on, and his, his bodyguard or agent, oh, he goes, uh, you got to expect that. There's a lot of anti-American sentiment going on here. All of a sudden, arrow on his back. It's like, right after he said that, it's like. Yep, I guess so. I guess there is. But right after that is when it goes into this crazy chase when they kidnap her, and you start seeing... Um, you know, his skill set, which... Do you guys know that I used to pra- practice Gymkata? <laughs> Did you guys know this? No. <laughs> no. So I used to practice Gymkata, but, like, I kept on leaving my, like, the the aerobic equipment <laughs> at home. I always forgot it. Like, I didn't always have my... What's the, what's the thing that you go... The thing that he was going around in the middle of the city? What's that? What's that? What's that aerobic equipment called? Uh, the The... What? Mule? What, what's the thing that that big? It looks like a, like you're riding a horse. The pommel horse? The pommel? The pommel thing? <laughs> I used to forget the that. Pommel horse. Yeah, so I was, I couldn't do the gymkata anymore. I just went right to kata, you know, because <laughs> I couldn't. I always forgot my equipment when I was going out. <laughs> the fact that this dude always has fucking equipment around. He had a fucking pole. <laughs> that joke went nowhere. Joe. <laughs> yeah, I know, but he, this guy had so much equipment with him. Like, how did he, how does he get all his gymnastic equipment? Out what are there? you talking about? Anywhere he was in town, there was I, gymnastic equipment. But it wasn't his. It was just happened to be there. 
Didn't you know the village of the crazies? The village. They were known the to make pummel horses. I probably you didn't know that. I looked it up. So I looked up pummel horses, and it said made in village of crazies. <laughs> Are pummel horses like used? Do they have like a an alternate usage no. for like horses? No. Is no. it just gymnastics? No, yes. it's just gymnastics. So the fact is, he it's did. It's made bring, in the village of crazies. He did bring all this stuff, and he set it up around town ahead of time. <laughs> but do you get what I was trying to say? Like, like you use a pommel horse as like a. Like a like a something you'd like attach a horse while you went to the store. <laughs> I know what you're saying. Could you, you could, could use yes. anything for that. You don't need a pommel horse for that. Well, first of all, I was in Bills of the Crazy, so who knows what the fuck they're doing? And also that bar that went across the, the yeah. middle of the alley. He set up all this stuff ahead and of time. And you know what? That bar happened to be have powder on it, like those talcum powder. I, know. <laughs> I don't know if you guys noticed that. When he was like using using that bar, you could see like the powder. Like going off his hands. How it's many like, times? Come on. How many times did he completely miss someone when he was fighting? Did, <laughs> did you count? There was times where I could see that he was supposed to hit somebody, and the guy goes down, and he never touched him. He doesn't even are touch we, him. Are we sure he wasn't even fighting, or was he just doing gymnastics, and other people were getting in his way? Yeah, yeah. and that's my question. Like, do you need to? Gene, do, do you that's need to, perfect because you are exactly right. Do you really need to do a somersault there? And that would would that really help you in that situation? I think he did like somersaults, and somebody like was in a way just like knocked him over. It's like, ooh, sorry about that. Well, it's like sometimes you just do a somersault next to a person, like you won't even hit him. You know, it was just like more like I gotta do that somersault. I gotta do that jump. <laughs> I only have one more comment uh, about Kurt, and then we can get into Parmesan if you guys like. My question about Kurt is he sees that already it's almost a life-or-death mission. He doesn't work for the CIA. Why is he taking this mission? He's basically giving his life up for nothing. His whole career as a professional gymnastic. Because he thought his dad was killed doing this. Maybe he That's wanted to like, well, here's the be thing. like his dad. Here's the thing. He had four different reasons. They, they, they couldn't figure this out in the movie. One, need, need to help the U.S. and in the, in get the, the, Star, the Star Wars station. Two, he's falling in love with this chick. He wants to do it for the chick. Three, dad happened to be killed in this place, supposedly. Supposedly killed. Don't spoil it. Supposedly killed. And then, and then four, there was one more, I think, too. Wasn't there one more? You got, I probably was falling asleep to that part too. So I don't <laughs> they just, they just couldn't, ki- they couldn't keep with the plot here. They just kept on changing this shit over and over again. <laughs> All right, let's get to Parmistan. Who wants to uh, talk first about this great country? Well, first of all, to get there, you know, they had to like, they were saying, you know, you got to go through this, and you got to do this, blah blah blah, and they're like riding these donkeys and stuff. Then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, they start rafting down these Colorado River <laughs> rafting. But as they're doing this, what I noticed was these horses were following them along the bank <laughs> the whole way. Why did you have to fucking raft? <laughs> Couldn't you have just done like the uh, the people that are run, following you? Get some horses, man. Yeah, you, there's no need here. for you to go down this crazy-ass rapids that could probably kill you, which all of a sudden they like get off the rapids. And the people that are no horses like waiting for him. <laughs> so I thought, uh, what was the point of going down this rapid? No, no point at all. <laughs> um, I think they had a really good dress code there. I thought the dress code was amazing. I mean, the outfits, the hats, they were they were killing it, man. I couldn't tell exactly what they were trying to base that off of, but they had, you know, they had some cool cool outfits, man. That was definitely uh, more gypsy. Style, style clothing. So when they get off, oh. I'm just gonna. When they get off the yeah. this raft, now this is where someone's got to help me out. She said these are my people. The princess tells I uh, Kurt Thomas, people whose people at all. So then, why did Kurt Thomas like fight him? He fought everybody. He fought everybody. He would kill everybody. I think like it was supposed to be like all these people. I think are my allies, but in reality they're not. Because like everybody's turning on everybody in this movie, so I think it was like she thought they were supposed to be the allies, but they're actually bad. Everybody in this movie ends up turning bad. Basically, is I just thought it was funny. All of a sudden, the first thing she said was, "Oh yeah, these are like my people or whatever." And then, and the crazy two seconds later, he's got the 
the night vault ready to attack. Yeah, but the funny thing is the crazies were her people too, but they <laughs> they're just loony, so they're like, ah, you guys gonna have to move off to the to the crazy land of the crazies, you know. <laughs> well, could we, why are they crazy? Like criminally insane going, people. Criminally insane so they, people. So they just put actual crazy people into like one village. Yeah, I've been and saying this for years. They said all the prisoners. The all the prisoners too. We should do this with an island. We, and we should be doing. This. I was thinking about. Hey, I had this island theory for like twenty years now. So <laughs> they stole my idea to have this island of prisoners and. Do you guys crazies. notice the sound effects in this movie? The sound effects were awesome. super loud. Super loud and just unnecessary different ones, like squealing all of a sudden. There'd be a squealing, and all of a sudden, those old ladies were the bomb. Like the old ladies in the crazy land, they'd, they'd be making sounds I've never heard of before. So people that are listening to this and you haven't seen the movie. Do not put headphones on like I did during this movie. Oh, man. Because you heard every ho- horse hoof, you know. Yep. And you could barely hear the people in the back talking, but you heard like all of. Did you guys see that one scene um, when, uh, what's the guy's name? Zamir? Zamir. Zamir, right? Yep. He's riding in on a horse. Um, <laughs> I don't know if anyone noticed this. I'm just, I'm kind of getting Wait, into details. Was it, is that guy famous? I was going to ask to add that down because he looks very familiar. I don't, I don't know. No? I don't know. Do you all, all I know is they, they ran over an extra. Oh, horse. really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God, you guys got to watch it. <laughs> Go back if you have rented. Wait, what part? When he, after the raft? No, um, yeah, like when he's he's coming into the city and he's on a horse in the front there. this I think this is actually right after, um, right before the, the wet, like when they're, they're announcing that he's going to marry the daughter. Oh, during the party or whatever Yeah, whatever. Like, so he comes in on a horse. And there's all these people on it. <laughs> you can see this one extra not paying attention. <laughs> and he just gets run over by this horse. Totally nothing. And everyone just keeps going out. Like it's I normal. didn't notice that. <laughs> so basically, the budget, there was no budget to like reshoot. I don't think they edited like, any of these shit at all. <laughs> it's like, just keep going. <laughs> Do it. Go. That was awesome. That probably would happen in real life. Yeah, so this Amir guy, Richard Norton, he's... um. He's like a Jean-Claude Van Damme type where he's in a lot of these martial arts movies. He's like a martial yeah, arts right. guru. He's like the main bad guy in every Chuck Norris okay, film. If you watch any of the why. 80s Chuck that's Norris films, yes. he's the bad guy in them. So maybe that's what you recognize him from. All right, Gene, why don't you fill us in on Khan and tell us about the game? I'd rather talk about the old lady that keeps going in Kurt's room. <laughs> oh, yeah. I did I did forget about that. She has no tongue. This crazy lady with no tongue. I'm telling you, I love Parmesan, man. You can see some real people. It was almost like... Who War- was she? It was almost like Juarez, Mexico. I think she was supposed to be like kind of a nurse, but she was a creepy nurse that did she too much to sleep with them, touching. And she wanted to sleep with them. That's I assume that she was fucking him, no? Mm-hmm. I don't know. He kind of played off like somebody that like. like oh, who are you? I, you know, I don't there's, remember. There's you a being little shame that he had sex with her. Yeah, he had like. Uh, oh no! It's Kurt Thomas fought her off for like twelve seconds, and then he was just like, "Ah, fuck it. <laughs> Go ahead, just lick me." Go ahead, oh, crazy lady with Sorry. no tongue. <laughs> God, was she ugly? Damn, Parmesan's got some ugly women. All right, so this game that is played in Parmesan is. Um, kind of like the Hunger Games a little bit, where it's like they force these people, it's anybody that comes to their, so any new foreigner that comes to their country has to participate in this game, and you first run through a field, then after a field you climb up a wall. I love how they, you, I love, really quick, I love how they have those ninjas with signs, it's almost like my son's cross-country meets, where it's like fathers <laughs> with signs, we can show they're running in the right direction. Oh, you know flag holders? <laughs> I, I was waiting for somebody, yeah. co- I was waiting for somebody for the cowbell, just like, Let's you go! know what? Those flag holders who told you the directions to run, that has to be the worst job to have because your arms got to be killing you because they were standing like with their arms straight out with the flag, like pointing to the directions. How many hours do you think they stand like that with their flag? With the So if you're like, uh, hey, uh, Bill, you got to do the flags today. Son of a bitch. They're definitely the ninjas making a minimum wage. <laughs> minimum wage ninja. It's not the job to have in Parmesan because you're just like, your arms got to be like tired as shit you just hold them i actually wrote two words for those types of ninjas and i just wrote ninja referee because that's (laughs) and so (laughs) they refereed the game i couldn't get like what's the purpose i mean what's the purpose of killing off all these people like is it just it's a game but the game is to just kill everybody 
Yeah, well, like, apparently there's a bunch of rules, and I think, like, one of the rules is, like, don't kill anybody, you can't kill anybody, but, but no one's following killed. the rules at all, at any moment in this movie. No. I take that back. I think you can kill them, but you can't, uh... Kill them in a certain way? Yes. Well, then, I guess I, guess I don't understand, because there's certain people that, get, that are getting hit with bow and arrows... But then, and then when he's going, they're like, "Oh, let's just burn the rope, or let's just do well, this." It's like, what? No, I think there's like five. Let's just fucking bow and arrow on him. He's hanging. He's hanging by. He's hanging by his hands right now. I think there's like five. I don't remember how many, but like maybe five or six different like um, sets or areas that you go through. And I think you can't like. Let's say if if someone goes past an area and they're climbing up a rope to do it to the next area, you can't like kill that person. You have to be on their area, like that 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 hanging on that rope. Yeah, you have to hang on a rope with them and shoot them or kill them. The town of crazies made these fucking rules. It's pretty sad, as I kind of understand the rules. But. My question is, why doesn't anybody hide? They're always just running. <laughs> this 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 apartment stand is just filled with forests oh, and yes. fields I, and like places to hide. There's caves. Like, why wouldn't you just hide for so, like a night? Yes, I would just act like a crazy. <laughs> I would agree a hundred percent. What Eric? What or or, or, or Gene? Well, what would you, uh, what would you uh, compare Parmistan as far as a place in the United States? Would you compare it to any any, any place in the United States? I said Appalachia. I, was, I said Appalachia. <laughs> I was thinking like Baku, Azerbaijan, like just like just west of Russia. <laughs> okay, so that, not the United States. I maybe no. saying, is there a place in the United States that you would say that these kind of people? All right, like the town of crazies, especially. I'm gonna go South Milwaukee. <laughs> Cut it. Just kidding. Teasing. Sorry, our folks that live there. Just teasing. But we 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 we, are, we aren't kidding. <laughs> so my first thing was, why does anybody hide? My second thought was, why does anybody kill any of these ninja referees? Because they're pretty much defenseless. <laughs> and they don't really, you know, they don't really don't do anything because you, you people are asking them questions. And they don't say anything or do anything. Well, we'll talk about later. Useless. But obviously, obviously, the uh, his father must have because he had a, he had a ninja outfit. That's another thing. <laughs> Just like, Gene hit one of those ninjas over the head, grab their outfits, and you and can blend right them. in. Yes, yes, so easy. <laughs> yes, the plot holes in this movie are <laughs> well never ending in the hundreds. <laughs> well, first of all, we I, we I know we totally passed this up in the, in the beginning. Um, the one guy, I forgot his name. Uh, shit, did I write it down? The guy that was, um, the professor, I think they called him or whatever. Mm-hmm. He was like su- supposedly helping him, but he was really on the other side. Do you remember that part, Gene, or no? Uh, I mean, vaguely. He, the guy that was training him in that garage or whatever, that mm-hmm. warehouse. Yeah. He ends up being bad. Yeah. So he's like letting him go through all this stuff and letting him meet, you know, blah, blah, blah. Why not just fucking shoot him right away? Yeah, <laughs> it was like he That's waited till the end, and he's like, "Oh, you got me here." It was just it, sorry. You I'm know who the dumbest guy in the world stupid. here is the is the the king of Parmesan, that Khan, because everyone knows that this Samir is taking over. Everyone, like, everyone knows it, like except for the freaking king. Mel Brooks. He's like the king from Aladdin. <laughs> like, swear to God, like that's like the whatever. What's his name? What's this? What's the? What's Aladdin's? Uh, Jafar. Jafar. It's like Jafar is sitting here, like in front of everybody, totally, totally doing all this shit to you, and you don't know nothing's going on at all. I think this is kind no, of like, stolen. From no Aladdin. one's motives made any sense in this movie. Like you said, the king, even Zamir's motives. Like why he's why is he going through all this work? Why not just immediately overthrow the king and his two guards <laughs> and like rape the princess? Like, it makes like no sense to like go through all this. Yes, because there's like work. he has like four guards. There's like <laughs> this no army. He's got, like a, he's no got an army of a thousand right. ninjas. <laughs> and the, and Mel Brooks has like nobody. He has like three people. Yeah. It's yeah, it's it's brutal. So what they did is they did like a practice run with prisoners, I believe. So these guys could like watch this practice run. So after the practice run is my favorite part, which is the um, what was that dinner called, or what was it like the <laughs> the party before? <laughs> the, I, it's got my favorite line. The pre don't use my the, line. The, the pre party yeah. uh, party. I, I don't. Even, I forgot what they called it, but yeah. Um. So 
<laughs> the, they actually had this in. They had you mentioned the Hunger Games before. That they actually have the same kind of deal on Hunger Games too. Before they get out there, they have a nice big. Dinner. This movie shows a lot of similarities with the, um, mm-hmm. with the Hunger Games and like it really any type of like man hunting man movie. Yeah. Like this is the same plot for every movie. Yep. In yeah, that genre. The most deadly game, I think it's called, or whatever that's. Mm-hmm. But you're right. Now I'm thinking about it. This movie does have a lot of Hunger, <laughs> Hunger Games. They should actually, you know what? Jim Cotter should be suing Hunger Games for this because you're right. It is a lot. But uh, anyways, with that um, party scene, damn, I wish I would have, what the hell did they call They had a name for it. But anyways, um, the people, just watching the people in a the and, crowd. Yeah, and yeah. they're like getting on and you have one guy like playing a, like a, Zitar, whatever thing, and and of course everybody in there is ugly as shit, and they're old. It's like this town is horrible. But, so my son walked in when we were when I was watching this movie, and he thought it was the uh, one of the Borat movies. Is what he thought it was going on. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, is that exact? Is whatever Zazistan or whatever he's from? <laughs> so during his dinner fart, that's when Kurt Thomas was getting all horny for Thor. He's like, "Is Thor coming? Is Thor coming? <laughs> Where's Thor? I haven't, I haven't seen, seen him since Munich. Walking. Where's Thor? <laughs> it's like, settle down, boy." <laughs> <laughs> but this is the part where um, uh, Mel Brooks uh, Khan announces that his daughter, Princess uh, Rubala, is going to marry Total Aladdin Steel. Um, you know. Z- Zamir, and then that's what Kurt Thomas gives the look. Like what? That was like they had like a five minute like his stare, stare, silence, stare, yeah. stare, looking. Imagine direct- all three were like kind of like directing Kurt Thomas and be like, "Hey, we want to give you that angry, sexy stare right now." <laughs> he is. He was just awful. He was. He was the worst this, in the movie. He was the worst. This movie would have made sense if like. They would have just in the beginning been like, Kurt Thomas is a bisexual. <laughs> he wants to fuck both the princess and Gomez. It'd be like, okay, makes sense. He kisses both of them in this movie. Dude, wasn't because Gom- he was giving off fuck me vibes to like all it, humans. Wasn't Gomez's uh, pastel windbreaker awesome? <laughs> <laughs> That's what he goes into battle with. <laughs> he was trying I mean, to. He's trying to hype up. <laughs> he's trying to hype up Thomas. Man. Yeah, I guarantee you that he won yes his he was not looking at princess rubala the attire that these people c- Wait, real quick, in the real game quick. made no sense um the sex scene though <laughs> the sex scene that yeah. wasn't sexy it was the scene that he was like hooking up with the princess he did that really cool she woke him in she came in the in his room and he like did a he said something like, did you sleep well? And then he did a flip. <laughs> and then in the back, he's like, <laughs> in a little girl's voice, he's like, like a log. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck's going on here? <laughs> that was weird. But anyways, yes, it was, I don't understand the whole game, to be honest with you at all. I thought the whole game was stupid. And the attire made no sense. Like, Kurt Thomas, oh, I, I could have saw this wrong, but I think he was competing in khaki pants. <laughs> what? That red sweater was tight. I want that sweater. I'm wearing it at Christmas. If I find that sweater, I'm wearing it at Christmas. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand because he's he trains in super tight, tight shorts. But he Dude, does this scene, thing. That scene, that scene where he was walking up on his hands up, up the stairs. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I, I'm having I'm having nightmares about that shit. So when that they did that, shot, oh my god, it's like they shot that upward, video. The upward dick shot. Yeah, somewhere up, some guy. Right, no, you're right. There's some guy right now going, "God damn it! I had to shoot, I had to see Kurt Thomas's nuts for like two days, because <laughs> you know they shot that scene like a couple times. He's like, try it again. Cameraman's like, son of a bitch, because oh, you could see, you there's actually not, could see his scrotum. I he's think like, there's on not one enough talcum powder on these stairs. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was so awkward. Um, All right, shall we get into this game, or do you have anything else we want to talk about? Well, at this dinner, then finally, finally, Thor shows up. It's like, thanks a you lot, a, Thor. You have a real hard-on for Thor. I do. God damn it. I love Thor in this movie. <laughs> this guy that's like in the movie for five minutes. <laughs> I, I was hoping that all our listeners understand that. I Thor is kind of like I, a I macho. Might, I might have had some homophobic kind of, or not even homophobic, like homo kind of erogenous statements through some other past podcasts, but... 
Marty has taken over for that the last couple of podcasts. He's, so I can see him salivating through the, the, the Zoom call. <laughs> Good thing you can't see the bottom half right now. Because yeah. I have three-quarter of an erection. You know what they say when you're on the Zoom calls that you, you're not wearing any pants? <laughs> yeah, this guy over here. I'm actually not wearing any pants right now. <laughs> so, Thorg, the honor of Kurt Thomas. So Thorg finally shows up and they're like, thanks a lot, Thorg. And what does he do? This is Kurt Thomas, who's like, Thorg, Thorg. He's like looking, yeah. trying to shake his hand, and Thorg's like, away from me. "Get the fuck away from me, little bastard." I mean, it makes sense. Why would you want to be friends with any of these people? They're going to try and kill you tomorrow. Now, Thorg is a German, right? I, I mean, what Thor is Nordic. He's something, but he's like, if you he, add a G, does that make it German? I don't know. <laughs> but, he was, but they were mentioning, you know, well, well, they say some in Munich. Maybe that was just where they were com- competing or something like that. But like. I don't understand the whole Russian thing. Like, they keep on talking about, like, they're doing this to... to there's some kind of a Russian connection I think to they're this dissing stuff. the... That was during the Olympics that they're dissing the Russians for mm. the whole bullshit that went on. All right, so anyways, uh, Gene. Sorry, I'm looking up uh, the the origin of the name Thorg, so continue talking <laughs> while I... So, after uh, Thorg comes in, well then, oh, let's not forget about the when uh, Zamir... Goes up to Kurt Russell and says, "She's mine," or something like yeah. you know. This girl. Don't is... say the line because that line—that's my favorite line. Well, I'm not gonna say the line, but it's basically, you know, yeah. uh, like, get away from, stay away from my chick. pissing on his territory. Yeah, yes, yeah, it's like yeah. this is it, be yeah. this is me. Got to take his shirt off right away. Yeah, throw some knives around. And the only thing that made him look tough, like to me, Zahir, Zamir or whatever his name is. Was the fact that he was taller than Kurt Thomas? Like that was well, the only thing that made him look tough. Prince Rabala was taller. Everybody, everybody was else, taller. Everybody else looked way tougher than, than him. I'm, I'm trying to figure why he's even tough. You know, he didn't look. He was even a yeah. great fighter, really. I mean, if I was him, I would have been bone arrowing people left and right. Is what I've been doing. All right, and then we get to the town of crazies. No, the game. <laughs> we got to start the game off. Okay. Gene, you can finish. You can start off with the game. Well, first the. I cannot find anything on Thorg. On one website, it says it's Irish. One says it's Scandinavian. Well, you know it's a playoff Thor. I mean, that's what it yeah. is. You know. Then I guess it's Scandinavian. All right, let's get into the game. Um, I just typed in Thorg and it said, not again, Marty. <laughs> <laughs> Take a break. <laughs> Go ahead. I mean, this is like a 30-minute obstacle course. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's it's pretty boring. I was, not little, gonna lie. I was a little upset there wasn't a pummel horse in the in the obstacle course itself. You know, like <laughs> and you throw in a built in throw in a corn maze. Yep. <laughs> yeah, shit. There really isn't What's any gymnastics corn? in this obstacle course because the first half is like a marathon, and then you're climbing ropes, which isn't r- gymnastics. Like you use the muscles in gymnastics to climb well, ropes. I but... mean, you you have to have a lot of muscle. I mean, that's that's when the one cli- thing, that's the most notice, believable thing in the whole thing. Do you notice when like, Kurt Thomas is climbing that rope though? Yeah, like, you know when you climb a rope, you like use your legs. Yeah, his legs were like far apart. Yeah, he was muscle. like just yeah, using just all arms. His body. I mean, he is. That he was is strong. I mean, that's he's strong for a little man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I really have nothing to say about this game until we get to the village of crazies. I know. Then I have so much to say. Well, that's let's just go right to the village of the village of crazies because that place was the bomb. First. So, of all. Uh, anyways, where where you they, get, where wait, wait, hold on. Where did they film this? In Scandinavia, or where did they film this? Uh, I don't even. I'm gonna because, say like because that Croatia, whatever, whatever or Serbia. Town, I'll go whatever Serbia. Town that was was dope as hell. That town was super. It was Yugoslavia. Yugoslavia. Well, see, I was close. I was close. So it's I probably. I mean, it could be Serbia. Well, Serbia was part of Yugoslavia yeah. in the 80s, right. so it could be yeah. Serbia. Yeah. Um, so what? What? What's going on here is that the last part of this game is you have to get through the village of crazies, which people are always insane like, people. They'll be all right. Village, yeah. village of crazies. He'll never survive that. So, of course, Kurt Thomas is the last of the uh, contestants, and he has to go through the village of the crazies. And there are they are fucking crazy. I mean, the sounds that were coming out of that village were <laughs> from, like, an insane asylum. They were fucking awesome. That was the best part of the movie for me. Dude, they had so many great characters. That first one, the one who cut his hand off for no fucking reason at all whatsoever. <laughs> like, I don't understand that whatsoever. His hand was stuck to the pipe. He couldn't it was, get how, pipe. how is it stuck to the pipe? He just, like, I, moved. He fell in there. He didn't even look like it was stuck. And it was like, all of a sudden, he's just like, whatever. Cut his hand just off. Just touching your bot. Yeah. Was it, like, anything to do with the hot pipe? 
That's what like I was just, thinking. Like it was a too hot. It just stuck his hand on it. Like his that's hand not was how stuck. science works. <laughs> <laughs> you would have pulled it off. Yeah, I mean, skin would have came off. We're trying to make sense of the village of the crazies. I could see if it was. Actions. I could see if it was frozen there. <laughs> you know, I mean, like you need a wet hand. A lot well. of a lot of fog in a village of crazies. Yeah. Someone's got to like turn that fucking fog machine off. <laughs> But the just... old ladies in that in that shit was the best. The old, all the old ladies like attacking him, and then he just started beating the shit out of old ladies. That was a sweet. That was a sweet part right there. You ever see? I've never seen a scene in a movie where a young gymnast beats the shit out of four old ladies. That was great. I like that. And uh, the best was the guy. Two the last two characters they see. Two Face, I call him. You know, Two Face. He had two heads. He actually had a Burger King face on, on one side of his face. Yeah, it was the, the original Whopper guy or whatever. The, the yeah, Burger King, King face. And then he, then he turns around and has another head. You know, he's got two heads. And then Was that a mask or was that like a was Silence of the Lambs face? It was a Silence of the Lambs face. I mean, the guy had eyes. It had eyes. I mean, it, it didn't look like a mask to me. You know, it looked perfect. So he skinned a human being and then put it onto his, the back of his head? I mean, he is crazy. Unless they just, you know, they had some genetic crazy shit going on there, too. Who knows? And then he turns around, he's naked. No, no, that's not him. That's a different, oh, guy. A different guy. So all of a sudden he's running up to, like, this church or something, and his priest is like, come on over. Come on over. Yes, come here. And then he turns around, and he's just butt naked in the back. I'm <laughs> surprised Kurt Thomas didn't follow him, he did. to be honest. He, no, Thomas no, no, he's no. Like, he went the other way. Like, he went the other way. Because I even questioned, like he... I, Gene, I said the same thing. I was like, now, you know Kurt Thomas in real life is like, I'm going to follow this guy. <laughs> But he's I like, he was director's like, it. no, no, run away, Kurt. <laughs> Kurt's like, I want to follow him. Well, you know, he was just, he was just, he was just up there. That guy was just doing that to get his attention so that the Two-Face could come over and try to take him out. But you get Two-Face got... Can we talk about that slow-mo uh, action sequence that went on in that, at that time, which last, it probably lasted 10 minutes, but it seemed like it lasted two and a half hours. Which one was that? It was like a slow mo while he was getting chased from both sides and it builds in a crazy. So it will it seemed like forever. Yeah, so keep on now I had hundreds I, of crazies running in the streets. I had headphones on, people. During that scene, all I this is what I heard. I'm not lying. And I was like, masturbating? I was just like, wait, is there a fucking porno going on here? <laughs> so Trust me, when you see, if you watch that movie again, and I know you will, I, I, I probably check won't, that part. Definitely, it uh... was like, it was like very pornish sounds coming out of that slow motion. <laughs> so finally, we get to the the biggest fight scene where Kurt Thomas takes on all the crazies with a pummel horse, and there happened to be a pummel horse right in the center of the horse. city. You yes. know, that's where, of course, like I said, you know, he put that in there. He set that up. You know, he had his secret agent pals put the pummel horse in there because he knew that he would need that later yes. in the flick. And, boy, he could take... I mean, how many times could somebody just shot that motherfucker with a bow and arrow while he was doing all this stupid shit, hitting one or two people left and right on that pummel horse? <laughs> doing stupid shit, doing a couple extra flips when he didn't need to. <laughs> I'm just wondering how, like... The writers and I are sitting around a table and are like, how the fuck can we get a pummel horse in this movie? <laughs> Why didn't they just use a Bill, horse? Bill, what do you think? Why didn't they just use a real horse and then have him doing the same shit off a off real, a real horse? horse? Yeah, that would have been fucking perfect. Uh, no. They 100% tried to do that. <laughs> and he couldn't, but he just couldn't, logistically, he couldn't. Couldn't, yeah, they couldn't figure it out. Well, first the of all, just one stand still. he's four foot eleven. so how the fuck is he going like, to get, get up on the horse? Get up on a horse, on regular horse. You'd have to have like, one of those miniature... Sh- Shat, shat yeah, and, and, and this is the other thing. There's, I guess people don't die in this movie at all. Like his father, he ends up running into his father, who helps save him from from all this madness. So, and his of... father, we saw a scene earlier where his father fell to his death, fell to his death, and then he says some stupid shit like, "Oh, I got caught up in some trees and I saved myself." And it's like if you go back to that scene, there wasn't a goddamn tree around where he fell. There was not a tree in. <laughs> Any space where you could have fallen here. Again, so I don't I don't know if I fell asleep, but how did the father did he say something too about like he was he was saved by somebody or something, right? He said he was he, saved by the referees. They said like they felt bad for him, they let him live and joined oh, the referee game. Okay, cut. yes. Alright. Well, he either way we saw him fall to his death and he did for somehow survived, I guess. Did you know that was Kurt Thomas's dad at the beginning of the movie? No, no. 
I mean, it's not until like a minute, like an hour and 20 into this movie did I realize, oh, that's Kurt Thomas's dad who, in the beginning of the movie, and he lived. Well, he, no, I take that back because uh, Zamir yelled his last name, Cabot or whatever. He's like, he yelled Cabot before he shot him, which was Kurt Thomas's last name also. I, I, I didn't catch that, but yeah. No. I didn't know until I'm like, oh, okay, guy, gotcha. And he looked like around the same age as Kurt Thomas for some reason. I don't know. Maybe it was just me. Um, so, I mean, that's pretty much the movie. I mean, the freaking guy gets back and he ends up. They all know, cheer. and They all cheer. He ends up getting through it all and defeating Zamir, which was very. In the easy. most anticlimactic death. Yeah, no, it's horrible. It's horrible. It horrible. And he ends up, I guess, w winning the day and everything. But, God, it was that awful. That was an awful movie. <laughs> that, yeah, that ending, I was thinking the same thing. I was like, okay, something's going to happen when I get back. It's like, nope, it was just, it was like, uh, what was that Star Wars movie where all the little people are yeah. like cheering and stuff? It was... I, I mean, this movie is a perfect <laughs> movie for a little person. I don't understand why there was not a little person in this movie. This was a perfect midget movie. They, they, they could have at least one or two midgets in this movie, like especially in the town of crazies. You would think that for sure, you know, I remember. Strong from, agree. Yeah, I don't know. So, I mean, we should probably get to uh, our favorite quotes from the movie. What do you think? Um, sure. So, I have two. Um, the first one is... No, actually, I already said the first one, so I wanted to say that. I was talking about the did you sleep well one. But uh, the other one is, uh, it's not over. Put your hardware back in your pants. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I had that one on Donna. Yeah, he had... Uh, he had uh, the Zamir came with some knives at him because he was thinking about you know his his girl gene why don't you go next because i think you're gonna i i'm gonna take yours i nope. have two you're not gonna take mine so kurt thomas as he's going through you know this maze or whatever and people are chasing him he runs into one of these flag guys these referee guys that are just standing there <laughs> who don't speak and he turns to he goes they broke the rules. They killed him. <laughs> and the flag guy just didn't say nothing else. And he's like, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I actually cracked up. I was like, that is hilarious. He's like talking to his flag guy. We wouldn't speak. And he's just like, damn it. It's <laughs> like, this flag guy is going to be like, oh, stop the game. <laughs> Samir broke the rules. <laughs> My two quotes are along the same lines where it made me chuckle a little bit because I don't know if this was improvised or if it's just poor, poorly written. But the first was when it's just Kurt Thomas and Thorg at the end of the of the game, and Thorg stops him and says the words, "I'm going to kill you." And do you know what Kurt Thomas's response is? What? Out of the way, Thorg. <laughs> <laughs> like, nice. That's the response to "I'm going to kill you." Okay, just get out of my way. Like what? <laughs> made no sense. That's my nice favorite. That's a nice way of saying Kurt, this guy anyway. When Kurt Thomas in the game movie was in that alley kicking the shot people, then he kicks the biker, then he goes to console him and asks him if he's okay three straight times. <laughs> <laughs> really? Those are my you two okay? favorite quotes. Um, would you make this movie into a remake, sequel, well, prequel? They are making it. I'm not lying about this. Look it up. They're it's they're making an, a, a a sequel. Well, Kurt Thomas is dead, so he can, he cannot reprise his role. There was a 2020 thing. I thought. Are you sure he's dead? He just died a few months ago. Oh, so the, the article I read was just before that. Then he was supposed to be doing that actually. Um, but I would make this as a sequel, and what I would do is I would um have the the secret ser you know, service actually recruit ballroom dancers, and you call it. Uh, I don't know, dance quando or something like that. And you have these guys who ballroom dance and do taekwondo, and they're the next ones that are going to go through the games. So I'm a dance sequences. It's almost like a musical. So I'm thinking sequel, but I'm thinking same thing Olympics. But mine's called Swim Kata. <laughs> and it stars Michael Phelps. Oh, no. And Michael it's all in the Phelps. Water. It's all in the water. Well, it can be and it cannot. You know, he gets out of the water and he does like diving moves on people <laughs> or like a butterfly and like slaps people in the face to the side of him as he's doing a butterfly. I like that one. I like it. So. I like it. And, you know, you could uh, you could bring in divers <laughs> too. And... <laughs> 
I'd like to see a remake of this movie, but instead of Parmesan being like from the medieval times of the Renaissance, I want it to be more futuristic. So it's like 2020 or like 20, 2000, like 300 Parmesan <laughs> into the future. And Kurt Thomas is played by NBA former Bucks Kurt Thomas. <laughs> I like it. I like it already too. <laughs> Hopefully, you can do better in the movies and get the Bucks. <laughs> <laughs> all right do we have any reviews for this movie uh, yeah we have a couple here um uh ck parrothead says enter the mullet <laughs> and then we have uh mr six he says everybody's kung fu fighting and then of course we have art vandalay importer shit kata <laughs> but then also tarbosh replies and says more like Jim Cotta. Jim Jim Cotta. That's it. So for our next movie, Gene, we're gonna stay with the athletics because we're gonna stay with sport a sporting theme a little bit in the fact that we, we want to get a real athlete again here. We don't this 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 Kurt Thomas wasn't a a true athlete. So we're gonna go with a Christmas classic on this one. And this is Santa with Muscles, Hulk Hogan. Santa with Muscles, free on Tubi. Free on Tubi. Santa with Muscles. Wow. That's the name of the movie, Santa with Muscles? Mm-hmm. Okay. So All right, so before we finish up, would you recommend seeing this movie Drunk, High, or Sober? I saw this movie Sober. <clears throat> Very disappointed. <laughs> but I also saw it at 9 o'clock in the morning. Um, I would suggest this movie you see drunk first, and then right before you get to the town of crazies, you do a bunch of acid, and then you watch, and then you watch that part. And then... I would, yeah. I mean... No, you should actually start the acid early because just for people that aren't acid users, it's going to take a little while to kick in. So, yeah, start at about half an hour into the movie, take your acid, and then you'll be all set up for the town of crazies. I would not recommend seeing this film however i think i would i would not recommend it because i find it to be the most boring film we've watched thus far hey wait a minute now this was recommended by a good friend of mine his initials are ap but shout out but but first of all i he's he also had a poster of kurt thomas in his room yeah and i think today's Day he still does above his bed, but so let's not rip on this movie. I can see why this movie would have like some nostalgia effect on certain people, but this movie just didn't do it for me. However, I would if you are trying to fall asleep, I would recommend watching this movie. Like I've recently been reading Our Mutual Friend by Charles Dickens before bed, and it puts me right to sleep. And I think this movie would do the exact same thing, especially the first. This hour. movie's on par with Charles Dickens, especially the first hour. Yes, sure. yes, I would agree. All right. Uh, peace out, everybody. Peace out, guys. Gotta find a rainbow ribbon. Fantastic gymnastics. We need the ribbon to begin. Everybody, let's begin. We're gonna find a ribbon. One. We need it for the gymnastics show today. On our way.